Hey guys! Hey, we're back once again. <laughs> <laughs> welcome to the Pisces Lounge. Welcome, welcome. Thanks everyone for tuning in. Um, we really appreciate all of our supporters and listeners. Yeah. Even if you're haters and still listening, you're low-key supporting. Dead. So welcome. <laughs> um, oh man, what's well, been going on? A little bit. Yeah, the sun's coming little. back out. Hmm. Listen, we're outside, okay? <laughs> We love summer. We're just trying to make the best of it. And the weather is being disrespectful. Like, it's saying 13 degrees, but it feels like 3. <laughs> the sun just needs to pop out a little. I know. Whew. Anywho, what's been going on? Not much. Not much. Like, I know last week we were talking about social media and all the stuff going on with the Canadian news right. and all the cuts and shit. <clears throat> What is there anything else going on in the Canadian news or anything you want to talk about? That's Yo, let me tell you. Up? First of all, I don't know why the gas prices are going up. They say Canada is expected to have the highest gas prices ever seen in North America. It's going up fifteen percent from what it is now. Mm-hmm. And right now, like it's as high it's as it's even going up, yeah. So you mean something's gonna be like one forty five, one fifty? It dropped for a little bit in February, like eighty nine yeah, cents. Oh, yeah. And now it's just skyrocketing. Out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. And I find that, like, it's fluctuating. Depending on which gas station you go to, depending what time of day. Mm-hmm. Like, you literally have to go to certain gas stations in the middle of the night to get a cheaper price. But it's like, who's going to the gas station in the middle of the night? No, Unless you're out and about. Plus, like, it's scary. Like, it is scary. Go to the gas station at 3 in the morning by themselves. I know. But no, like, honestly, it's like, bruh. Like, how much more can the gas go up? Yeah, how much more? Like, what is it? Like, I get, okay, <coughs> I get there's this new carbon tax thing, mm-hmm. and you'll get reimbursed at the end of the year, mm-hmm. but the reimbursement is nothing compared to the amount of tax you're going to pay on the fucking gas. Yeah. Nothing. Now, mind you, I have a smaller car, so the gas is not a lot to fill, but it's still expensive. Mm-hmm. So if I'm budgeting according to what I can afford, and now you're going to put the gas prices up, like, mm-hmm. how do you want people to get to work? It's true. And guess what else is going up? What's that the now? TTC fares are going up. So see, time. it's like regardless, you're, what's stuck. That, you're stuck. It's because going up. Actually, someone be like, you know what? The gas is going up. It'll be cheaper if I just drive somewhere, park, and take the TTC the rest of the way. Yeah. But if the TTC is gonna go up, yeah. Sorry about the noise. This is Brampton. This is why. <laughs> this is why the fucking insurance. A little bit of sun, yo. This is why the insurance is high here. Yo, it's to, true. A little bit of sun. And they want to take out their freaking grandfather or their dad's Audi. Because let me tell you, these young Brampton guys, they don't drive their own car. Let me tell you, yesterday I saw bare people on road with motorcycles. I'm like, hmm, you guys didn't waste no time. Mm-mm. Like, that's how you know you, you live in Canada. When it's like a little bit of sun, two degree you, weather, you're going outside. The first day it was nice and it was like 12 degrees a, a few weeks back. Mm-hmm. I seen this man going into Tim Hortons wearing a t-shirt and Crocs. I'm like, are you dumb? Yo, they're crazy. It's not that warm. I'm still here sitting. You're here in a winter coat and I'm here in a big ass blanket. <laughs> <laughs> like it's nice but it's not nice oh my god but anyway yeah it but yeah sucks. it's like okay fine you're not making gas prices affordable so now we're gonna do what you want be eco-friendly and take the bus but now the price how is it going up it's going up so like how um, wasn't it three dollars yeah so the presto was three dollars it's now going up to 310 the monthly pass um is going up 490 so now it's $151.15. Um, they say this is the first fare increase since like 2017 or something. That Some was only like two that. years ago. Something like that. I don't know. I could be wrong with the year. But the adult fail, fare 
We will stay at three twenty-five. So they're raising the presto and raising the uh, monthly pass. I didn't even know the adult pay went up like that. Like I heard it was three twenty-five, but yeah. I still kept putting in three dollars in for the longest yeah, time. Yeah, that's crazy. Because then one day I saw, it, I'm like three twenty-five. What the fuck? So you mean it's an extra dollar? But going there and back. But you know what's so funny? At first, TTC was so cheap. It cheaper was a than Brampton. Because Brampton, mm-hmm. a years ago when I would take the bus yeah. to work, it was at like maybe like 2015, it was 375. Yeah. So I don't even know what it is, it is now. I yeah. think it's like 450. But that's why they got they made the presto so that it's everybody cheaper. would it's cheaper on the presto. But even it, I'm telling you, it's all a fucking like business plan. Because now what are they doing they made presto cheaper but they're also still raising the, the presto prices. prices so you're only making basically the presto was another option of making more money and less work for them to do because yeah. imagine when you're putting in coins they gotta count that shit mm-hmm. the presto it's like you load it you just up yourself it, yeah. you do it yourself mm-hmm. you gotta get the money on yourself but it's dumb like it's that's just that's crazy it's expensive like I don't get it I don't. This is the thing that I don't get about the TTC or the Brampton or Mississauga Transit, the Viva, all of that stuff. What I don't get is this: you guys want to jack up your prices, but you're so inconsistent mm-hmm. with your timings. You don't come when you're supposed to, especially the Brampton. Let me tell you: if you miss one bus, you're waiting a good half an hour, mm-hmm. forty minutes for the next one. It's not consistent. It's not consistent. So how do you expect to get to work and shit like that? People are going to get exhausted going to leave for work two hours earlier than they have to. Yeah. But now you're putting up the gas prices so people can't afford to have a car to get to work at a decent time. Yep. So it's like you're exhausting all of our options. options. We're tired. They give you more choices, but even within that choice, you're still going to end up paying more because the mm. price is never going to stay the same. So I'm just saying, look, people take a bus for the reason, for a reason. They can't. They take it because maybe they can't afford it a car or they take it because it's more convenient because of where they live like mm-hmm. downtown rather than so make it affordable and reliable for everybody all mm-hmm. the time that's the thing affordable and reliable and they want to say oh don't drink and drive don't smoke and drive well then fucking have the buses running 24 hours mm-hmm. then people won't get behind the wheel the reason yep. why people are driving is because yo we don't have money to take these expensive taxis or ubers mm-hmm. and you guys are only allowing the bus to ride till 10 o'clock at night mm-hmm. so you want us to stay home okay then like like it's just it's going in a big circle yeah like you have to they have to somehow make it accommodating for everybody but and affordable but they're not they're not so it's no. leaving people to do dumb fucking shit mm-hmm. and let me tell you my gas <laughs> if it's going up as much as it says it is mm-hmm. honestly my plan for the summer was just to take the tdc but if that's going up too then what's the fucking point mm. gas is going up my tank Okay, I only spend about half a tank a week. Mm-hmm. And, like, why was half a tank almost $40? I'm like, yo, how? Wow, eh? So, that, so you mean to tell me my full tank is $80, 80 to fill? And that's when the gas is decent. Mm-hmm. So, going up, it'll be, like, 100 bucks. Mm-hmm. Like, and, mind you, you have a bigger car. Mm-hmm. For me, my car is smaller. Mm-hmm. But then it's, like, even though it's smaller, it's, like, the gas burns quicker. So, mm-hmm. even if I do a full tank, it's still, like, I'm burning more than you would on a half tank. Let me tell you, when I'm at the gas station and the sign says, oh, please do not top off. I don't give a fuck. I'm topping the fuck off because... I need as but why much. why do they say that? I don't know. Maybe like, to avoid fills and stuff. Like, you but know when you automatically, when you... you know when you automatically do it and then it stops yeah. for you? 
fam, I take it out and I manhandle that shit myself until I feel like it's full. And no, then that way my my uh, meter goes past the ass. Yeah, yeah, mine does yeah. too. But sometimes I don't even know it's going to top off like that. Because mm-hmm. sometimes it like it stops, but I still do it. You still keep on doing like, it, I hear yeah. the, Like it stops. You just have to, because it's censoring. Remember, the nozzle is long. So it's censoring when the nozzle starts, right? But when you pull out the nozzle and you're just squeezing it, it'll still fill. Because nothing is censoring it's funny, it to stop. I fill my tank even to the point where it goes over the thing. Mm-hmm. But I've never, it's never stopped on me. Like, I think, I guess I just stop right in time. Because mm-hmm. I know how many liters my tank takes. Yeah. So I just see that. I don't look at the price. Like, I look at the liters. I want to know. Oh, like you look at the liters. Oh, no. I just look at, because um, I hold it and then it'll stop. And then I'll wait for it to all drizzle down. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. And then I top off, I squeeze again until I see, okay, it seems like it's kind of full. Sometimes it's even spilling out. Spilling out. Oh, even yeah. Even though they say, oh, don't spill out because they avoid gas spills and stuff. Yeah. I don't give a fuck. I'm filling up my gas fucking tank while I'm at the gas station. Like, if that's one thing that Uber needs to do is Uber gas. <laughs> because I hate going to the gas station more than anything mm-hmm. i hate it and a lot of times it's like i forget about it until i get back in my whip i'm like fuck i need gas mm-hmm. and it's like it takes you on you gotta go this way you gotta go that way mm-hmm. like you gotta get out you gotta pump it and it's cold mm-hmm. to pump too like for most of the year yeah it's like it it's cold. so damn annoying but like that's what i'm saying like if you can top off as much as you can do it that's because do. nobody wants to stop at the fucking gas station mm-hmm. it's so annoying like even for me this week I burned gas like crazy because I was going back and forth while I still have my other job yeah so it's like now it's okay fine I can chill now but Mm -hmm. that I spent so much money on gas and like I was just I'm gonna have to be charging people for gas this summer if they want to come in my car still (laughs) to be honest (laughs) like as much as it's gonna be five dollars a person because it's too much I don't know But they said it's But like how high can the gas go? Well it says between now and um The May Victoria Day weekend mm-hmm. So after that it's gonna go down Or it's gonna stay No uh, Who knows That's the thing It's summertime Usually in the summer It's kinda high right Listen I remember one year The gas was 80 cents I went to Trinity mm-hmm. I put $25 in my tank The thing was overflowing <laughs> That's how you know The gas is cheap Yep Oh man, but yo, hmm. Birdman now wants to remove his face tattoos. Oh god, why? I'm now? just like, why now? Mm. Like, why? Mm-hmm. He says he apparently wants to remove his face tattoos as he feels that he's getting older. And it's not the necessarily man's been good 50 for, for so long. <laughs> like, how old is he now? 70? Yo, how old is the man? <laughs> He said, I just think at this point in my life, I don't need that. That stereotypes you. It takes away from the business and certain things. First of all, I... I'm going to check this guy's age because this is... You say you want to remove your face tattoos. What about the big-ass one on top of your big-ass head? Why don't you want to remove that? Listen, the man's 50 fucking years old. You're looking like a Dragon Ball. I don't get it. So when he means face, he means his neck ones too, because he has a bunch of neck no, tattoos. No, he. I don't know. He says face. So I'm not sure. Okay, listen, Bryson Christopher Williams. Okay, that's his name. <laughs> this is what I don't get. You're 50. People already know you for who you are. If you remove the tattoos, you're still gonna be the same person. Yeah. People are still gonna perceive you as the same way. <laughs> You've been known to be Burman from the beginning of 
for years now. Yeah. So tattoo or no tattoo, you're still the guy who said put some respect on my name. Yep. So it doesn't even matter. <laughs> oh my I don't god. Know. I feel like this day and age, the tattoos are, it doesn't even make a difference. They're still gonna see him as whatever stereotype he has put out there for himself. People are still gonna see that. Yeah, there's still tattoos. They're still wearing wearing his grills. He's the still wearing all earrings. Like, like it's. It, like everything that's his chains it's still gonna be stereotypical regardless he, he's been birdman this whole time like it's not like people are just gonna forget all that so like what's he his point in doing that is because of why because of business it's not good for business oh lord well at the end of the day he said 50 inspired him to do it because 50 got rid of some of his yeah so so what he's seen that 50's popping off still (laughs) and he listen Birdman and 50 are two different people so if that's what he's trying to use as a comparison then I don't know what he's doing (laughs) but whatever all kudos to you you have the money if you can remove them I'm sure you'll have them removed nicely cleanly done because you have the money to get it done professionally and properly. Right. He'll be fine. Let me see how he is in a few years and see if his business pops off even more. Mm-hmm. That's all I can say <laughs> because I, I don't know. Oh, don't my know. gosh. But if you think, like, you know, you want to sit in a conference room with a, a rich white man and he's going to see you any differently with or without the tattoos, then go and try it. Listen, the first stereotype is that we're black. So <laughs> that alone is a stereotype. So, and you're a rapper. That's already two so against you. getting rid of a tattoo you. on your face is not... It's, not it's gonna help, but still, it's mm-hmm. just the big one on your head. Like, at least can you do that one, too? Like, anyways. <laughs> Britney Spears has checked herself into a mental health facility. I'm not surprised. Um, her father is very ill, and she has been very distraught, so... I'm not surprised, though, because she... Listen, from the day she shaved her head off, it wasn't the same Britney I knew as a child. Oh yeah, of course. She, she's. This is the thing. She was a young pop star since she was what, sixteen, seventeen, maybe even fifteen. Yeah. You're gonna go through that kind of stuff because you've been in that public eye for so long. Aww. You're gonna need that help. Mm-hmm. So I'm not surprised, but I'm glad she checked herself in and she didn't go all crazy. And that's good. Just sad. It's sad, yeah. I'm still upset. Her and Justin Timberlake aren't together. <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah. I think Yo, that was like the best pop couple. Like that was cute. Mm-hmm. And then after it came around her boyfriend Kevin Federline. Oh my oh, god, he god. ruined her. That's when she started like, falling. It's off. nice he gave her the two kids. Mm-hmm. But like other than that, mm-hmm. that's when she was really going through it. Wasn't he like a backup dancer or something? Yeah, something like oh that. Lord. What's up with people in backup dancers? That's like J Lo and yeah. Casper. Why? But what? Casper's cute though. Yeah, he, he is. is. But I want to know like, like why. Hmm. I don't mm-hmm. know. People are just. <laughs> I don't know. Like. It's so. I weird. guess they're regular people and they go through the same shit that we go through and they meet people. Like, I don't know. Oh, uh, hold on one sec. Oh, you're getting a call. Yeah, I am. Hello. I'm even recording the podcast, so I'll have to call you later. Hi, whoever that is. <laughs> oh, okay, fine. Bye. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was Nancy. Oh gosh. But yeah, um, hold on one sec. 
I'm like, I seen the phone flashing. Yeah, like, that's the only thing that I know. When someone's calling me, my phone's on flashing. silent, but my phone is flashing. That's good. I know I said that in the previous episode, my phone's on silent. It is on silent, but my phone flashes. Anyways. Okay, so on a WestJet flight to Jamaica, there was a funny um, flight attendant on the plane. And here's what she had to say when she was... Um, you know, Did doing the safety. I think I saw this. <laughs> she was um, basically reading the passengers or telling the passengers about safety and other. You know, before you get on a flight. Yeah, or yeah, yeah. Okay. I like for something almost to get on a whole to swim. So the lifeguards are located under yours. And if your electronic device falls and becomes wedged within the seat, may I beg on them, please? I'm going to tear them with your seats. The retriever just call one of the flight crews and we'll be happy to assist you in retrieving that item. We ask that you always use care when retrieving your carry-on bags from the overhead bin, including those duty-free items. Come in, no worry, you're finna go nobody for the flight coming in like rent of report. <laughs> No, you can't see her face. We do thank you for choosing WestJet so we can feed my family and pay my Yeah, so the okay. whole plane's going to Jamaica. So there's definitely Jamaican people on there. Oh yeah, <laughs> I was dying. I'm like, oh my Yo, god. Yeah, thank you for choosing WestJet because you have to pay for your mortgage and your bills. <laughs> it's true. WestJet is cheaper. Yo, oh my god, I was. You know, dying. it's funny because when you go on those airlines, well, mm-hmm. like Air Jamaica, whatever they have, it's mm-hmm. like it's different. Yeah, like, that's how they're talking. It's yeah, funny. you feel the culture, like, yeah. oh man. That's one thing I like about Canada. Like you just, uh. it's funny. <laughs> but anyways, um, Greg Leeds, uh, well, Nini, um, basically, let everybody know that Greg Leeds has completed six months of chemotherapy. That's good. So we are good. so happy. Congrats for him. Yeah, that's really good to hear. Yeah. So just wanted to bring that up. That was really good, you know. That's well, like hopefully, with that being said, now she's gonna be in better space and mm-hmm. she can go back to herself. Yeah. Because I feel like she was really like the whole season of Housewives this season. Yeah. She was just not Nini. Mm-hmm. Uh-uh. And hopefully, that's like a relief. It was <laughs> Nini, but like to the tenth power. But like I swear, they were talking about getting a divorce too. Now, now yeah, I don't know how. They're separated. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I'm hoping they're okay. But yeah. That's a lot for someone to go through for sure. Mm-hmm. So hopefully, everything's good. And so I just wanted to bring that up. Mm-hmm. So um, I do want to say that. This week, I was just not in the mood. I know, I can tell. I was just not at all in the mood. A lot of people were not in their best, like... like Even you too, you weren't either. People were just not... I was scattered. And it was like the whole week. And I just didn't understand what it was. But you know what? It was Nipsey. Yeah, it was literally Nipsey. Like I, like I couldn't explain what it was. Like it was like once I seen that on Sunday, I was like, "You gotta be fucking kidding me!" But it was like I don't even know this guy. Yeah, but it's like yeah. he, like this, like it just like 
hits so weird like my my cousin like she messaged me she was like i don't think i've ever cried for a celebrity like that it's sad i feel like because like i think the way that he was coming out with himself was like he's such a peaceful person Mm -hmm. so motivational yeah and you know he just he was trying to do better for everyone and like because like to think that someone like that will be killed it's like yo if a good person is getting shot down like what is this world coming to you know what i mean yeah like, and a good person doesn't mean a perfect person because he was not perfect but he sure. was somebody who was fighting for us mm-hmm. in ways we can't even imagine in ways we didn't even know he was supposed to meet with like what the police officers and stuff the yeah. next day about like police and um, gun violence mm-hmm. and all that and that was robbed from him it's sad it's really 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 sad like he was doing stuff for us you know what i think that like i felt that hurt me mm-hmm. was like being in a relationship i put myself in um lauren's shoes yeah and i'm like i can't even imagine how she feels at this moment i know eh? especially weren't they like on a shore like they had something coming out or yep something. and i'm like yo if that were me and you see your man doing so good for people and helping the world to make it a better place. Mm-hmm. And then someone just takes his life because he's doing like what he wants to do to make the world a place for everyone to live peacefully. Yep. I feel like that would just break my heart. Like, like it just I can't even explain it. Like, and you know, some people for, I know he's from LA, but you guys have no idea how he, like, he affected us in the north. Mm-hmm. Like, um, in Calgary, they had a vigil for him. Oh, yeah, they, they have one here, too. Yeah. Was it Queen? I think it was, like, Christy, Christy Park, Park or, or something. something. Yeah. 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 And um, we had, like, we had one. And then also mm-hmm. in Calgary, the Eritrean community also had one for him. Mm-hmm. Um they lit candles there were blue balloons because he used a crip obviously mm-hmm. and they basically let the balloons go in the air and let me tell you like you guys don't even know the amount of support mm-hmm. he had all over the world he probably didn't even know that mm-hmm. that just his existence of him being in this world and doing what he was doing affected so many of us i even know a girl that went down to the vigil uh, at Christie Park mm-hmm. and she said like even though she doesn't know him like that mm-hmm. it was so emotional mm-hmm. and people were so upset people were sad yeah. like there were so many emotions going on and she's like I didn't even know how to make anything of it because yep. everybody was so like completely zoned out to what was happening like it didn't seem real mm-hmm. it's really sad it's hurtful it, it sucks because like like i said you see someone trying to do the good for the better of everybody mm-hmm. and it's like even those people their lives get become nothing yep it's just uh so <clears throat> basically what happened is that nipsey was in front of his his store marathon 
um, he was there to meet up with a friend who had just come from jail and I guess we wanted to greet him with like gifts and stuff like that you know mm-hmm. um, and I guess this guy what's his name Eric Holder yeah just came up and shot him like well according to the people who were there his business partner mm-hmm. the Eric Holder guy came up and said oh like they were like kind of it's like they know who he is but they mm-hmm. didn't really know who he was okay like you know what I mean yeah yeah so I guess Nipsey asked him oh didn't weren't you the one who snitched or something like that I heard you a snitch or whatever and the guy he basically left and then he came back and then he just shot Nipsey wow. not only did he shoot him multiple times he came back and kicked Nipsey while he was on the floor I'm like really so how did he come up and shoot him because that's what I did okay see. it was like was he outside was he they were outside was managers no. like no okay the thing is he didn't have security because he just upped and said yo my boy just came out from jail let me just go, um, let me just go. Yeah. it wasn't and it's like you're at your store yeah you want to be like you it sucks because when you're in that position you don't want to feel like you have to go everywhere with yeah. security. you want to be a human being and just walk on over down your old hood into your store mm-hmm. right Mm-hmm. So it's like I'm just going to my store. This is my hood. I'm cool, everybody. Yeah. And then it's like That's I it. get shot. Yeah. I die. Like he, I'm telling you, he has no idea how much like he affected people. Mm-hmm. Because the way it hit everybody, it it was just too much. It was too much. Like, I just can't believe the man shot him like that. And then he had the audacity to kick him while he was already on the ground. He was already on the frigging ground. Like, I And the don't thing is, with, I feel like Nipsey didn't expect it because the man came in, he left... And it's like, whoa, where's this man coming back in now with a gun? Like, it was so unexpected. Like I I said, it's like they knew who he was. Like, Mm -hmm. they knew him. But it's like they didn't know him like that. So what were they trying to say that he was snitching about? Like That's the thing. I don't know. That's the thing. (coughs) We don't know. Mm. What was he snitching about? Right. But his business partner... um, he was there. Mm-hmm. So he had something to say. Uh, was uh, doing positive things in the community, mm-hmm. uh, trying to save lives. And, and, and for one of the people that he was trying to save to come back and kill him, it was nothing but jealousy and envy. Yeah. So. I can see that. It's a sad situation. The world is going to miss Nipsey. Not just this neighborhood, but all around the world. I've known him since about 2003 when he was a youngster. He's probably about 18, 19 years old. When I came home from prison, uh, he was out here selling his CDs. So we sold CDs together. Uh, we had dreams of uh, doing it big. And, uh, he did it big. And, uh, he, he left his niche on earth. When we were in the business. We used to use the parking lot as our office before we even had an office in, in the building. So every day we would show up like we were at the office. So, uh, I've been there from day one, uh, uh, 
started off selling CDs in the trunk of the car 16 years ago. Wow. And we just purchased the building. Just bought the whole building. So wow. it's been 16 years in the making. Me and Nipsey was talking, and uh, the dude that shot him, he came and shook our hands. Said he was a rapper and all this old boy shit. Uh, shook our hands. The dude went and got his burger. He left. When he left, I went and took my food in. As soon as I took my food inside the building, uh, the dude came back around the building busting. So I might have left Nipsey's side maybe three seconds. I left him maybe approximately about three seconds that I had left Nipsey. And the dude came and shot him. We know. So like. maybe within three seconds, he went to grab his food at the shop or whatever. Mm-hmm. It's like, wow. That's all it took, three seconds. That's all it took. But honestly, regardless of the conversation that they had before he left and came back, I think that day the man was planning to get at him regardless, like planning to shoot him or kill him. You know what's funny with Nipsey? I remember one day he came across my Instagram and he was trying to add me as a follower. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, who the fuck? Like, this is when I didn't know him. I'm like, who the hell is Nipsey? Like, who mm -hmm. is this guy? Why is he trying to add me? And then they're like, oh, he's like a rapper, he's an artist. And I'm like, oh, okay. So I accepted it. Mm -hmm. But it's weird. Like, when I think of Nipsey, that's like the memory that I have of him. Like, oh, he's just trying to add this random person. Yeah. But like, he was such a, he's a personable, like, human being. Like, he's just out there. You know what I mean? Like, it's yeah. weird. It's so sad. Like, hours before he got shot, his last tweet was, having strong enemies is a blessing. Like, it's just like, wow. That's so sad, eh? And it's, uh, it's so weird. Like, his death, honestly, it brought a lot of people together. Yeah. I'm telling you. Um, so, I was listening to the Comedy Trap House um, podcast. Mm -hmm. And that's basically Dormtainment's podcast, right? Yeah. And the people who usually are on the podcast is Rome and Cam. Okay, they're five guys. Mm -hmm. They're demon. And they all live together. So, I was listening to it. And you know, Rome is like very jovial and he's funny or whatever. And then Cam is more like, he's funny, but he's more like the serious funny. Okay. Okay, so what happened was that, um, you know, they were also talking about Nipsey. And then he was just like, bruh. Like his whole demeanor just changed. That was changed like in the episode he was not himself he was talking here and there mm -hmm. but he wasn't cracking jokes he was he was like honestly when i want to be uplifted or i want to be creative and stuff i listen to nipsey really? and now he's gone like so now it's like the music that you once used mm -hmm. to give you motivation mm -hmm. is now going to be something that it's gonna make you upset or sad yeah and he was just like like i can't believe it like it hit everybody i'm telling you like i think it's because he was such a peaceful person yeah and he was just trying to do the better for society and for everyone i think and he wanted to go to show like you know no matter what you can do anything your mind sets it to mm -hmm. i think he was like a good example of like a person who has done a lot of mistakes but they're trying to grow and learn from it to yeah. do better mm -hmm. and, and it's like on the way he's helping people to mm -hmm. like do it with him like yeah. you know what i'm on this journey you guys join me too mm -hmm. 
and know? he's investing into his community. He's a crip, yes, but he doesn't mind chilling with the bloods. It's not no mm-hmm. like, you know. Mm-hmm. He's like fuck all that. You know, it's really sad. he has kids. He has a yeah. fiance. Mm-hmm. He has family. Like, and the man just took his life. Yo, he's only thirty three. But anyways, like, this is what I okay. This is what I don't get about the guy that killed him. You killed him for what? What is killing him gonna do? All it's gonna do is make people angry, and they're gonna come at you. And when you get caught, which you already did, you're going to be in prison for life. Let me tell you, he is even lucky that he's in solitary confinement. Because let me tell you, whether he's outside on the street, whether he's outside in prison, he's going to die. Oh, yeah. Someone is going to rip the shit out of his ass. Oh, my God. Someone's going to fucking beat the living hell out of him. Oh, my God. He Mm -hmm. is so lucky. But it's like, was all that worth it? It wasn't like, worth it. Like, at what point do you have to sit back and... Like, you must not be all mentally there for you to be like, let me just kill him and see what I'll go on after. Like, don't but I you, feel like, like that's what he wants you to think. Like, he's not all there. But, nah, you can't be doing that. And now, O.J. Simpson's lawyer is representing him. It's like too much. Really? It's too much. That kid, he's going to die. He's gonna die. And like, when Nipsey's death, like, happened, I don't know. I don't know. I think it's just his death. Because even this whole week, I was just not all the way there. Mm -hmm. But back to the dormtainment thing. Mm -hmm. So, they were, um, they were, um, answering, like, fan questions. Mm -hmm. And one of the questions were... What attributes did you learn from each other, from each member of the group? Mm-hmm. Like I said, there's five of them now. Right. It used to be six. And then, so, Rome went first, and he was like, yeah, you know, this person, this way, he went around. Yeah. And then Cam, you know, he talked about everybody. And then Rome was last. And he was like, oh, I don't know if it's because we're both Aries or whatever, Cam literally just started bawling. Really? He just started crying. Really? And he was like, I don't know where I would be without you, Rome. Like, I don't know if I would even make it in this group without you. Like, you have helped me in so many ways. He just started breaking down. And it's like, this is somebody you see, like, he's funny, but he's serious, but, you know, it's weird. And then it's just like, he has this moment. And he's just like, I can't believe, like, he was just so sad. And, like, he just started saying, you have no idea how much you helped me. Like, you know, like, it was a good 10 minute, like, I was... I had to stop doing my work and just listen. Really? Yeah. Like, I was just like, oh, my God. It was raw emotions. And I feel like that's what Nipsey brought out of everybody. It was just, like, a slap to the face. Like, wake the fuck up. Yeah. People, like, look. Look at what's happening. And, like, when I sat there and thought about it, 
and I was listening to Brilliant Idiots too, and even Breakfast Club, mm-hmm. and like, Charlamagne's just like, yo, like, we don't tell each other. That we, especially, that we love each other. Yeah, especially mm-hmm. the black men. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I thought about it, I'm like, it's so fucking true. Like, like they come off as like, you know, we have to be tough and mm-hmm. strong. And I listened to that podcast too, and he was like, listen, he's like, I just sent a message out to some friends that, yo, I love you. Mm-hmm. And that was it. Like, I feel like that's sometimes all that people, we're human, no matter what, male, female, black, white, no matter what, we still all need to say, yo, I love you. Mm -hmm. And just show someone that, you know, thank you for being there, we appreciate it. Mm -hmm. But it's like, it's true, like, some people just, they can't show those emotions. And it's important to, like, get people to wake up and be like, it's okay. Let each other know. Talk about it. Mm -hmm. It's crazy. And then, you know, so now it's like, you know, people are sending their condolences Mm -hmm. and stuff. And it's like, cool. And here comes Kodak. No, God, this is... I already know exactly what you're going to tell me. Okay, thinking he has even the right uh, Mm -mm -mm. to (laughs) even mention Lauren London's name. Like, excuse me? This man, I don't know, like, I'm telling you, this is why all the older rappers from our generation, they don't fuck with the The younger generation, because it's like, watch what you say, like, you don't have no respect. Mm -hmm. How are you talking about Lauren London, like, oh, I'll give her a year, I can be the best man for her. Oh, how are you how are you even <laughs> saying that and then he was like oh i'm not saying i'm trying to like get at get at uh, yeah i'm not but trying you to basically get at, are yeah but it's much. like who are you to even say oh i'll be the best man for her like that itself is wrong no, like you should when i even, saw that i'm like this mm-hmm. guy is gonna get himself shot in the head like why would you say that for it's not appropriate. It's not appropriate you know what I mean? at all. Like, if it was any girl and her man didn't pass away, and I was like, oh, you know, I'll be the best man she'll ever have, then fine. But, like, the late, the girl's man just passed away. Literally. And you're making that kind of comment? Here's the audio oh for it. Oh, my God. she call you out of all people is she and this goes back to social media what we talked about before people are fucking crazy on social media why are you putting that out there for if you're sitting down having a conversation with your boys and you mention it it's still wrong but like it's just between you and your friend Mm -hmm. but you're going now on what instagram live posting it for the world to see i'm pretty sure you're high I'm pretty sure you're drinking mm-hmm. and you're talking nonsense about a woman who just lost her fucking fiance. Yeah. Like, come on now. That's the ultimate disrespect. That is so disrespectful. Like, who are you? Who? Isn't he like 12? Like, who are you? That's why your ass couldn't get into Canada the other day. Mm-hmm. Go that's sit why. your 12 year old ass down. That's disrespectful. Like, as much as I like you, that's disrespect. 
Come on now. Like, you Come on. Stop. Like, you know what it is? They're probably seeing her as like, oh, Nipsey's a, a, um, a crip. He's just another thug. He has a hoe, which is Lauren. So they're seeing her as like another thought. Mm-hmm. Like they're not taking into consideration that, yo, this is a very respectable man that passed away. Yeah. His woman is a very respectable woman. Like we know Lauren London. She's not like any of those girls out there. She's yeah. very like modest, put together. Mm-hmm. She's, you know, it's like you're. You're just taking all that and ruining it. You're ruining it. It's you're, just you're too ruining much. it. Like that was totally uncalled for, and I don't understand why he felt the need to say any of that. You know, people are just fucked. Like. Plus, is Lauren London will not fuck with that guy. Please. Mm-hmm. It just sucks. Like you it's want people to so like. Bad. This is the thing. When someone passes away in your family. You want to have the peace. You want to have the loved ones around. Yeah. But then because they're celebrities and they're social media, mm-hmm. it's like now you have all these people making the dumb comments, saying the stupidest shit, and mm-hmm. you have to deal with that. And it sucks. And mm-hmm. it's, you just wish and would like everyone to be there for you rather than saying dumb things like that. That's too much. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry. So now um, a radio that station. That crossed the line. In LA, Power 106, they said they will be, uh, they won't be playing any Kodak Black songs oh, on their station. Good. Another, um, good. Actually, a couple other radio stations in other places say they're not going to play his so- play his songs. Like it's ridiculous. You can't be doing all that. Mm-hmm, good. Um, you know, Drake decided to pour one for Nipsey, mm. and this is what he said. That's easy. Yeah, the whole thing. Trust me. Like that. Like that. What was he pouring? So, I don't know. He was pouring alcohol or whatever. Mm-hmm. But the reason why I played this clip is because people in the comments were like, Oh, so Jake is just going to change his accent again. Da-da-da-da. He has so many accents, so now he's Jamaican, this and that. I'm like, let me tell you people. <laughs> that is a... Toronto accent. It's not Jamaican. Not, like, this is a thing. Okay. A lot of people in Toronto come from the Caribbean, mm-hmm. right? So part of our accent or the way we talk mm-hmm. is based off that culture, that yep. slang. Yeah. So we're not trying to be Jamaican. It's just like Wagwan. We say Wagwan. We say Wagwan and that we're not Jamaican. Jamaican. Yeah. No one here at this table is Jamaican. We're mm-hmm. not Jamaican. But it's just like that is a Toronto thing to say. So yeah. it's like Get off his dick, okay? Just focus on the fact that he poured one for Nipsey and he's saying his condolences. Yeah, I'm just like, guys. Get over the fucking Jamaica. <laughs> like, what? I'm like, yo, Drake talks the same all the time. And they're like, oh, yeah. Well, he doesn't so talk any... From, from what I hear, he doesn't talk any different. Yeah. He talks the same way. Scarborough man. Okay. <laughs> Lights get... He, he talks like everybody Are you stupid? Are else. you dumb? Like, <laughs> We've been yeah. saying, are you dumb from time? Mm-hmm. Yo, it's true. Are you dumb? Are you dumb? Like, now here's this new Toronto rapper girl. What's her name? Chromas. Mm-hmm. Yo, her, her... Oh, my God. Have you ever Yo, heard I her? I was told... Oh, oh what do you say? Because she'll come after you. <laughs> I, isn't she, like... like <laughs> That's what she says on oh, every yeah? fucking... Yeah, she goes... <laughs> like, you know how Cardi says... Hers is... I'm like, what the fuck How are you doing? She? Cause she looks at least she's 18, young. 17, yeah. 18. They're all young. 
That's all I have to say. Mm-mm. And that's another thing we do. We kiss our teeth a lot here in Toronto. So if you think that's Jamaican, suck my dick. <laughs> that's just a thing. We just do it. Like. But anyways, back to Nipsey. I know like we just want to say like our condolences like rest in peace like honestly you've affected the whole entire world and you have to wait until your death for people to realize Mm -hmm. that and for people to know like to be honest for me I don't even listen to Nipsey like that Mm -hmm. I don't even if you tell me to name a Nipsey song I I I don't even know but it's like I know him for the good of him Mm -hmm. that's important right so at least he knows not only his music touched people, but also what he does in the community oh, yeah. also touched people. Wasn't he like transitioning to a Muslim or living the lifestyle of a Muslim or mm-hmm. something like that? I heard. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then Which like nice. this whole Dr. CB thing or whatever. Sebi. Sebi, CB. I don't know. Let me tell you something. I've known about this doctor for some time now because an old co-worker used to tell me about him. Mm -hmm. And basically, he's a doctor who's into, like, naturopath stuff. Like, you know, if you have cancer, Mm -hmm. there's natural ways to cure it. And Mm -hmm. he's been proving it. And in the past, a lot of people have been been going after him, getting Mm -hmm. at him, threatening him. Mm -hmm. Because what he's doing now is he's making people look at the natural way of living as the new tradition rather than medicine, medicine, medicine. And it's costing these people doctors business owners thousands and millions of dollars because people are realizing there's a more natural way of living Mm -hmm. so because nipsey was on that kind of lifestyle Mm -hmm. there was a whole conspiracy going on about how oh people killed him because he was speaking the word of dr sebi and he wanted to like bring out what he was saying Mm -hmm. and people disagreed which people disagree Mm -hmm. and people have threatened him dr sebi many times about Mm -hmm him and like approaching things like that but i don't think the reason that he that nipsey got killed was because of that i think his whole was a whole different kind of thing, thing. yeah it was i just, don't think it had anything to do with dr that, sebi yeah that dr sebi stuff like yeah he's been around for years and stuff and oh, yeah. eating an alkaline diet and oh, stuff yeah. and he said like how he was he cured cancer mm-hmm. and then people took him to court and he beat the case mm-hmm. so but the thing is it now is people are going on saying, oh, he's Dr. Sebi's son. No. Oh, my God, no. That's just, there's just all these conspiracies. Like, oh, as please. much as America has their conspiracy theories and all that kind of shit, like, mm. this was definitely just gang, mm-hmm. snitch, related, Yeah, it was just whatever. stupid. And it was, it was someone who was dumb, mm-hmm. uneducated. Yep. And like they said in The Brilliant Idiots, Andrew Schultz is like, how old? Um, Nipsey was trying to do a marathon. Like his store. Mm-hmm. He was trying to go as far as he could until he got to his goal yeah but the guy who shot him was just sprinting along that's it he wasn't thinking about that's the future it. marathon so he just oh pop pop you're dead but he didn't realize and it's so funny they just like finished like owning the plaza mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. he has given people jobs and stuff oh, like yeah. yo honestly it's very senseless death it's mm-hmm. very very senseless and like the person who did it obviously knows what Nipsey is going through mm-hmm. all of his successes what he's doing and he just wanted to cut it that's it but it's like this is what I don't okay this is what I don't understand okay I get it you may not get along with him you may be part of a different gang than him but at the end of the day you guys are both still black males in America mm-hmm. what Nipsey was trying to do was come up 
and help the people in his community to make a better living yeah. to look be looked at differently yeah. to get the education to work hard mm-hmm. and although you guys don't fuck with each other mm-hmm. you're one of those people he's helping yeah so why would you go now and fuck shit up to put society back a step mm-hmm so now you're stuck in your situation yeah my thing is is like what must have happened so bad that he had to go and get the fucking gun like i like i don't get it like what that's how you know people are not thinking about the future they're just thinking about this moment now because if you were thinking about the future you would think wait this man is a public figure Mm -hmm. he's an inspiration he's an artist Mm -hmm. right he's a motivational speaker Mm -hmm. if i shoot him People are going to find me. I'm going to get the penalties and consequences. I'm going to affect so many people's lives. I feel like in that state of mind, that person is not thinking about that. Like their mind is so far twisted to the point where like, are you even a human being anymore? Yo, he robbed his kids of a father. That's not fair. At all. Do you know what I mean? And not only Nipsey is gone, but him himself as a black male is gone too. So not only there is there one loss, there's two losses. And it's not just any black male. It's a black male who's doing the better for their community. Mm-hmm. Who's trying to show the world, listen, we can do so much more than what we're perceived to be. Yeah. And you ripped that from him. And honestly, I feel like it goes back to jealousy. He mm-hmm. did it because... He's struggling with shit in his life mm-hmm. and he wants to be like Nipsey and he can't. Mm-hmm. Or maybe he didn't have a father. So it's like, why should your kids get to have a kid? A father. Let me just shoot you so they can be robbed like I was robbed. Like it's going back to being envious and jealous of the mm-hmm. other person. But it's just like, why be like that when you can help them and mm-hmm. become a community and work together? Mm-hmm. It's just sad. It like, is. It really is. It's, 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 you know what? Like, Yo, like Lauren and the kids, like, mm-mm. I feel really, mm-mm. like, I just, it's not fair mm-mm. because they didn't do anything but mm-hmm. love the person that was doing the better for commu- their community. Yep. And because of that, now they have to suffer, mm-hmm. you know? And it's like, all this is, like, this, it just basically triggered my memory. And I thought, I'm like, I know people who have died by the bullet. Mm-hmm. And it's just like it's not even fair. Like I just, I didn't know how like common it's becoming. Mm-hmm. Like it, it just should. And it's like how close to my circle it is. It is. Yeah. And it's just like it just took me back to like I remember I was at school. Like high school or elementary? I think it was high school. Before you came to I want to see grade 11. Oh, okay. Maybe I was already yeah. here in Brampton. And like... I remember hearing that my cousin passed. Wow. And it was like... I was like, what the fuck? Because this is not... This is like my close, close, close cousin. Mm-hmm. Like, it's not like... He's my my, my family friend. That's like yeah, yeah. he's my my close like, close cousin. So, anyways, his name was um Junior, and his nickname was Yoshi, and he was only eighteen. And then this happened in September two thousand and eight. Wow. 
So I was probably in grade 12. Yes. Going to, yeah, grade I was 12. just starting mm-hmm. grade 12. And so, you know, he was known to police, but he wasn't into any big, big, big trouble. Mm-hmm. And so pretty much he used to live at Jane and um, Jane and Venge. And, you know, because obviously Jane and Finch is just the really bad neighborhood, you know, at that the ghetto. Time it was really, really, you know, yeah, and it was really bad at the time. So he, well, his mom, my aunt, moved her family to Brampton, mm-hmm. right, for a better life, right, better neighborhood, right. So unfortunately, you know, when you move, you can't let go of your old friends. So he would he would go there to visit a lot of the time and to play Mm -hmm. ball. Mm -hmm. So he was he was there um, playing ball with his friends at the basketball court. Jane and Finch, I think I want to say Jane and Shepard. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, Jane and Finch or wherever, and three guys just came up and just plop 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 in his head, execution style. And like, it was like, what the fuck? Like, what? Okay, what did they shoot him for? That's, we will never know. All I know is that I remember coming home from school. Someone was on the phone with my mom, and my mom was just bawling. I was just like, oh my god, like me and my brother, and like for me, I find like death, it takes time for me to process. Yeah. Because it's weird, like I have to sit down and be like, okay, like, they're gone. So you mean I'm not gonna see this person, da 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 da, I'm not gonna interact, like it just has to process, and like, I was so fucking out of it. I was like, you gotta be kidding me. Because, okay, he has his older brother. And then he has two younger sisters, right? And the youngest is, at that time, I think she was 12. So just imagine, yo, I, that really was the sad. first real, I couldn't even believe it because it was my first, mind you, I lived in the hood. So I already knew about like the guns and stuff, but it was like, it hit, like it killed somebody. That lifestyle killed somebody who, that, you know. that so I know like, and who I love. Like, mm-hmm. And I was like, what the fuck? And I just remember, like, at school. Remember the, who was our chapel? I forgot her name. Oh, Miss Sicoli. Yeah. And then I told her, I'm like, okay, I need I need you to, like, pray for him because I just don't understand. So mm-hmm. she went over the announcements and she, like. I don't remember. You really? don't remember? No, no. Yeah. And she mentioned it and da 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 And she prayed or whatever. And then. One girl comes up from. I never talked to her too. Did she, so did she say your name like your? Yeah, cousin? she said yeah, yeah, oh, okay. yeah. One girl, like a couple girls who I never had classes with or anything, came up to me and they were like, "Yeah, oh my god, oh I know him, da da da, this and that." And it was like, bruh, we were all just. It was like, I went to school there for two and a half years and that was the first time me connecting with those type of people because they knew him oh, really? so it was so weird hmm. so anyways the funeral came right. and like I just couldn't it was like a movie like I just couldn't I walked up hmm. 
The place was full, by the way, because like yo, he was on the ball team. Like when you're he young like sports. that, there's yeah. a lot of people that. And the Ganyan community, like if there's a death, we all gather and go. Mm. Like, yo, oh my god, I look to my, I can even like vision it now. Really? I walked in, and then I look to the right, and I see my younger like cousins, um, Priscilla and Janice, just bawling and it was so sad to see them ball like and that and they were the siblings mm-hmm. oh my god it was so bad and it was like oh my god and i hugged them to see like my aunt and my uncle like it was so bad and then i seen there was this guy okay when we were little i used to go over to their house mm-hmm. to go to some camp this is like in Rexco. the buildings right across don bosco okay that's where they lived before and then I every day, Monday to Friday, me and my brother would go and we would go to a camp that was there. And there were some guys that who used to play with and stuff like that. And it was like, I saw one of them and it was like, you know, like, it's like we hugged and it was like, although I haven't seen you in forever, like this just feels like it was like we had to just like hug and just, mm-hmm. yo, the man was bawling like i honestly at that age i was like i can't believe i'm seeing all this like he was bawling his name is richard i haven't seen him since that day wow and it was like we were all crying my mom was crying because ganyan funerals when you cry it's not like just a little quiet quiet cry you cry loud yeah, the women yeah. are crying on the floor like it's not no you know you go to a regular uh yeah, like, funeral and it's just quiet just, yeah mm-hmm. no people are crying and shouting fam it was just so sad i can't even i couldn't even process it i couldn't it's like, so sad like thinking of it like that it's like your life is so precious mm-hmm. and people take it for granted so much like you mm-hmm. just can't like you have to live every moment like it's your last because yep. you never know and that was in 2008 wow. okay and it's like you were old enough at that time to understand what was happening you're what, 17 so you're old enough to know what's mm-hmm. going on yep and how to feel about it and so now 2009 um i had like a family friend called kevin and this was january 2009 he's he's 18 Mm -hmm. oh sorry previous about yoshi my cousin right there's three guys there's surveillance camera they still can't find them (gasps) really they still can't find the to this day they can't find them because where was he shot at at the basketball court. Oh, okay. They can't find those three guys. Like, they can't find them, or is, like, the vision's not too clear. Like, they can it's, pick you out can, it's them. The thing is, I feel like with today's technology, there's some way you can identify, but mm-hmm. then again, I'm not an expert. Yeah. But it's on YouTube. Um, if you look, you could see the guys walking to when they're going to go shoot him and then running after but you can't see nothing else like do you know if these were other ganyan guys or just some of them looked like one of them is really light-skinned so i don't think it was ganyan like that but um you know his brother is still looking he came out on the news was it last year because last year was 10 years and they couldn't even find him 
So and these guys probably think, oh, you know, no one's out looking for them. They're moved on past it. Mm-hmm. And all of that stuff. But meanwhile, obviously, family and stuff are still. Mm-hmm. I'm sure to this day, if they find out who it is, that, you know, like yep. ten years is long, but it's still that's someone's family. Mm-hmm. And then, so back to what I was saying, um, Kevin Boating. In January 2009, he was just walking on Davenport Road near mm-hmm. St. Clair and Old Western Road. He was with a friend, they were just walking, and someone came up and stabbed him. And this, he was also... Like a random person? mm -hmm, We don't know who it is. He was also a family friend in the Ghanaian community as well. Wow. And when I heard that, I was just like, are you kidding me? So they only stabbed the guy, not his friend? Not his friend. They can't find the killer. It's unsolved. Because hmm. okay. at that point, nobody would know, right? Nobody Unless anyone's know. passing by. And I'm pretty sure the friend was like, so like, whoa. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you don't have time to like recognize a person's yeah. face and take note. Like, they said he was on- cooperating. So mm. that remains unsolved. And like, the thing is, it's like, it's like every time like someone, you lose somebody, you just think of the memories and have. how this person impacted your life or even the little bit of like happiness or whatever you got from this person or interaction. It's like really like seriously. Mm-hmm. And it was sad. And I just remember his sister. Mm-hmm. I was just like the way they were crying. Yo, honestly, it was just so much like I was like, yo, what? Okay, 18, my cousin dies. Now I'm 19. Another person close to me dies. And it's like, when you have that vision of that person, and every time it was that interaction was a good interaction, it's like, what could have happened that that person was at that place at, at that, that time? time and mm-hmm. what, what interaction made that happen? Yeah. Like, it was crazy. And it was just like, yo, and they still can't find the killer. They took him to the hospital, tried to revive him, revive him, but he was unresponsive. So he didn't last either. What did he stab him? Like right in the chest, the back, mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. right in the chest. So then I was just like, wow. Now, 2010. So we went from 2008. Mm-hmm. We're in 2009. Now we're going oh, to God. 2010. 2010. Do you remember Dukas from mm-hmm. high school? Yeah, I do. Mm-hmm. I remember. Right. So remember, he also passed away. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yo, that one too. I was like, damn. Holy. That was my reaction. I was just roaming the halls with this guy. Yeah. Cause you would always see him in the hallway at mm-hmm. school. Always. And the thing is. The way that people saw him to be, he was a nice person. Yeah. Like, he would say, hi, like, how are you? Yeah. Hi, miss. He like, was very jovial yeah, and stuff. Yeah, he wasn't, like, like, I remember, like, I'd walk in the hall and be like, oh, hi, miss, how are you? Because mm-hmm. I'm old, we're older than him. Mm-hmm. But he would be like, oh, hi. Like, he was so, you know, like, obviously, you know, he had his troubles. He was yeah. a troubled kid, for sure. Mm-hmm. But, like, the way it happened was just, it wasn't fair. It wasn't fair at all. So basically, this guy, he got shot at in the community center in Malton. Playing basketball. And I think something happened where someone had come, and they were trying to start an argument or something, Mm -hmm. and he basically defended Mm -hmm. him and his friends, and the guy just, pop, 
right in the head. Just like that. Just like that. Like really a kid. Because at the time, I think he was probably in grade. We were he was just 17. Yeah, so 17. Mm-hmm. He was 17, and yep, exactly. He was playing ball. These Mining guys, his like, three or four they came people. They from Maxdale, I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They walked in. They took the ball from them. It was like they were trying to taunt them. Mm-hmm. Supposedly, those guys were looking for somebody else, and when they couldn't find yeah. that person, you know, they started taunting them. And basically, Dukas was like, "Yo, like, walk one, like, like, leave us alone, leave us alone." And yeah, yo, he told them to leave, and they did leave. But then they came back and they shot him. So, thank God for this one. They caught them. Thank, yeah, because it's a community center, right? So, there's cameras everywhere. Mm-hmm. And people are all... Like, there's families, there's kids, there's so many things going on. Workers. Yeah. There's a lot of people around. So, they caught him. Um, there was a, oh, four of them. At first, they were all charged with first-degree murder. Mm-hmm. But then, the three, their charges got dropped. Mm. But the one who shot the bullet... Um, he first was charged with first degree murder, but then it moved down to second degree. Why? I have no idea. But he, because he still had the intent to do it. Mm-hmm. So like, isn't second degree like you don't have the intent, but you do it? Listen, I don't know why. And he was older. It's not like he was. Yeah, a kid. he was older. He's grown. Mm-hmm. And um, well, they gave him six years and eight months in federal prison. So that means he's out now. That's so whack. Mm-hmm. Why only that? I, I guess. Because when you kill someone and it's well, I guess if it's first degree, it's twenty five to life. Yeah. But it's sad. It's like you can't even talk up and be like, "Hey, leave us alone. We're playing basketball. We're minding our own business without you getting into some kind but, of like, trouble." But like the thing is, is that okay? I think when the kids get into this gang lifestyle, they don't understand. How precious life is and mm-hmm. they don't understand how bad the gangs can get oh yeah they don't they don't get it they don't because get they're it young. they don't they don't understand what's going on right mm-hmm. it's like if you're older and you're in that gang lifestyle you've seen everything happening mm-hmm. but when you're 16 17 it's just like you want a community to be a part of yeah you want to feel like you're meant something to somebody so you do whatever it takes and then you don't realize that you mm-hmm. eventually get lost in it and it's like fuck i'm so far in now yeah you can't leave because you will die yeah that's the thing mm-hmm. and sometimes you rely only on that thing to live mm-hmm. and you can't stop mm-hmm. and it sucks like even um I still had other people like it's just so weird like and some of them are so senseless like this one I'm gonna tell you about I have a families and friends they're brothers I don't want to say their name mm-hmm. but um, so they used to live in Rexdale where I used to live like same complex mm-hmm. right one of them is really grown like he's older than us the mm-hmm. brother and the other one is like maybe three years younger than us okay so, um, honestly, it was around 10 p.m. They disrespected these cars. I'm sorry. This is, I'm That's telling you, Brampton. this is Brampton. Okay? It's because we're bougie over here. So, they feel like, oh, let me fix up my car and make my car sound loud Please. and zoom through the streets like of Brampton. Said, they're driving their father's cars, okay? <laughs> so, um, they were just chilling in their backyard smoking, mm-hmm. smoking weed, right? 
And I guess these guys came and they were looking for somebody. But because they couldn't find somebody or that person, they saw my cousins and they shot them multiple shots I remember in you front of their house. So, like, they couldn't find the person, or is it because the person they, they were looking for, for them, but they like they knew of them, but they didn't know what to say. No, where they the were. person, the person they were looking for, they couldn't find them. So it's like when they can't find that person, they just shoot whoever just to say, "Yo, I was here." Yeah. Or I made my mark. So the person who they are looking for, if they see what's mm-hmm. happening, they know they're coming for them, mm-hmm. pretty much. Right. So the guys came and just shot my cousins. Um. When was this? I want to say it was like maybe three or four years yeah, ago. Yeah. I want to say, and just shot them. And their sister was upstairs in her room, so when she heard it, she started screaming. And their mom works overnight, so she wasn't home. Oh my god! So in Rexdale, there's a lot of Ghanaian people. So it was like people came out of the house to see, and then people were calling. Supposedly, the girl was like walking back and forth, like, Oh my gosh, like, somebody help me. She was screaming so loud, Please, someone help me. Um, the younger boy, they shot his arm. So, when he, Ice Personing spoke to him and he said, like, When he got shot, it was like he was in a daze. Because, mm-hmm. mind you, he was high. So it's already like So it was like He was like in a daze He was just walking around Like my arm My arm What's happening Like he wasn't even And his brother got more shots though Thankfully They both survived good Thank god And you already know When something like that happens You have to move So Uh They moved Right And it's like when you survive something like that, like I, I can't even imagine how living life. I would, would feel change. like I'd be so angry all the fucking mm-hmm. time. And like the natural instinct in me would be like, yo, I'm better now. Now I gotta find these motherfuckers mm-hmm. and make their life miserable too. Mm-hmm. Like I couldn't even imagine being a male. Like mm-hmm. I would be on the hunt looking for those fucking people. There's a thing. They haven't found anybody yet, but they do have a speculation on who it is. Because the person that they meant to find, I know who he is, but mm. since I moved, there's no connection, there's no nothing, there's no like, oh, so I don't okay. even have, but basically they told me like, yeah, they know who it is, but one of them is in hiding. They can't find them. Yeah. So they're So looking. they know they're hiding, but they don't know where they're hiding. Mm-hmm. They've been in hiding all this time? Yep. Like, Apparently. that's what I don't get. Why would you want to live life like that mm-hmm. to hide every day yep so that's crazy and then it doesn't stop there oh my gosh this girl has so many stories about this like no when i mean like i had to stop and I'm like, why is it affecting me so much like why why is it like why so this one was a couple years ago i want to say maybe two three max this one was really another one that was like like this one okay is my dad's best friend's kid oh my god and it like yo it was mind you the Ghanaian community were big but especially the Ghanaian catholic community Mm -hmm. like our church like fam so 
my dad usually leaves his phone downstairs he doesn't leave it in his room so if you call he's not going to hear it overnight and then in the morning my dad came downstairs and he saw like all these missed calls and then like someone called me and was like called him and was like oh you don't know so and so got shot da, 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 da. so I think I was off from work mm-hmm. so usually in Ghanaian culture when you hear somebody dies there's something okay you go and visit if you're really really close like yeah but then like we have something called one week so a week after somebody dies everybody gathers at that person's house and mm-hmm. grieves with them and stuff but because obviously that's my dad's best friend and mind you he lives five minutes from here oh my god right we went to his house i have never seen a black man cry over his child like that wow mind you i've known this man this family for so long I have never seen a man and this is why I say men you need to be vulnerable like sometimes mm-hmm. I know people expect you to be superman and um strong and protective and yeah, whatever yeah. sometimes you got to just have a break and just let it out I've never seen a man like that I swear to god I can't even explain to you to see my uncle Laying down on the floor, shivering, calling his son's name, rolling around on the floor, like crying. Like, I can't even tell you. I look at my aunt, her face, you could tell she's been crying all night. Eyes red, cheeks red, like everything. Everything. Her eyes were so puffy. It was like for her, it was like she cried so much, it's like she couldn't cry no more. But to see my uncle on that floor, I was like, honestly, I like having somebody take your kid's life away with sickness is different. Mm-hmm. But having somebody rob, like, yeah. oh my God. I never ever, like, that did it for me. Like, I was like, oh my God. And, like, so was this, like, someone just randomly shot him? Like, what happened? Like, so, what happened is that. They're two brothers. They're two years apart. And they were with a friend inside their house. Okay. Mm-hmm. They live in Brampton. And then um, their dad was like, oh, I'm making fufu. Do you want to eat some? And they said, yeah. And he mm-hmm. said, okay, I'll call you when I'm done. Something like that. Mm-hmm. So then the boys are like, okay, let's go chill outside for a bit. As soon as they go, they go outside of their door, a car... Drives up, plop, 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 plop. Drives off. Really? Mm-hmm. So they know they were home. They mm-hmm. knew they were home. They knew people were chilling with them. They knew maybe they'll go out. Mm-hmm. So the little brother, he got shot. Oh my God. But he survived. The older brother didn't survive. And like... The older, like, I can't even, it's just so weird. Like, sometimes I look at pictures of myself, and then he's there, like, birthday parties, and it's like, I can't believe this person's not here no more. I know. It's it's just, like. It's weird. It's so weird. And then, 
I'm telling you, the next day, I'm telling you to see my uncle like that on the floor. Like, when I mean he was shivering, it was like he was sick. He was going crazy. He kept calling his son's name. Collins, 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 where are you? Collins, come back. Collins, like, and he was just, I never see, like, it's crazy. Like, you would never want to do that to anybody at all. But you see, that's what I don't fucking get. Like, these people who are out here shooting and killing... They must have no sense of heart or emotion or sympathy whatsoever. None. Like, there's no way you can. To, like, for me, I won't. But if I had that, like, streak in me to want to kill somebody, maybe because of my mentality, I would sit there and be like, but wait, if I kill them, this person's going to miss them. This person's going to suffer without them. Mm-hmm. Like, I would just go... Like, when people do these things, like, they must not think about it's all that. It's selfish. They just... Oh, he pissed me off. Boom. Done. Mm-hmm. Done. That's but that's it. not fair. Like, it's not fair. And then it's like, you're not even... You're being selfish, but you're still not thinking about yourself. Mm-hmm. Because if you were, you would think, well, if I do this, I'm going to get booked. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no way you can't get caught. Yeah. Like, at some point, you'll get caught. Or karma will catch up to you. Or something will happen to you. Mm-hmm. So it's like, don't you ever think about that? Like... It's crazy. Like, it's just insane. Like, even today on the news, I was reading how someone got shot in Pickering and he died from his injuries. They haven't identified him yet. But it's like, why? Like... I don't get why your people are out there shooting people. Broad daylight. You're going to get caught. There's going to be consequences. So what's the point? And that's the thing with the whole gang thing. It's like, yo, you can live a normal life and a bullet doesn't have... A name to attach to it so it could shoot anybody but eliminate the chances by not getting into gangs Mm -hmm. you know not getting in with the wrong crowd but sometimes some people aren't taught that way yeah they don't know sometimes they don't know because that's how they grew up right Mm -hmm. so it's like that's what they see that they're supposed to be doing and Mm -hmm. they just continue to live that lifestyle you know and it's it's just it's too much and like even so like i know there was also this girl too um her name was this was like last year mm-hmm. her name is um janas nyarko right and with her she just came back from a funeral and like her and like some people she went to the funeral with were just parked up in the car talking like you know you're just mm. parked up talking someone just came and went bop in the window of the car and she passed at a funeral Re- basically coming from a funeral parked outside her her complex someone just went pop, for what and she, She's dead. And she's dead. And it's just like, why? Like, why? Like, I don't People know. Are, they're mean. Because I'm sure that person that killed them was watching where she was going mm-hmm. that day. Because otherwise, how would you know she's But for me, I like, don't even think it was targeted. Really? Because she's not even a person that's in that. She's like an older Ghanaian like person. Oh. So I don't even think it was gang related. So she just... Someone just came and went pop and just shot her. Yo, let me tell you. That reminds me. My mom told me a story last week. She works downtown, right? Mm-hmm. So she takes the go bus. Mm-hmm. So during rush hour, most people are walking towards Union to catch their bus or their train. Mm-hmm. But she said there was one guy was walking the opposite. Mm-hmm. So mind you, downtown at rush hour, going to the go station, TDC, whatever, it's packed, mm-hmm. right? So everyone's walking in one direction. And she's like, how she just saw this man going the opposite way, but walking really quick. Mm-hmm. So her, 
instinct is like, let me just move over a little so he mm-hmm. has some way to pass. Mm-hmm. She moved over a little. Yo, she said the man just fucking brushed her hard. Mm-hmm. Like he was not moving. He would not move for nobody. He was just brushing through people. Mm-hmm. And he like pushed her so fucking hard oh that her and some next man who saw was like, yo, what the fuck is your problem? So it's like, at that point, my mom, she didn't do anything. She wasn't mm-hmm. causing no trouble. There was just that one fucking person that was like in some kind of mood or felt like they had to hurt somebody and just decided, oh, let me brush into this old lady and just, yeah. you know? So I feel like going back to that, the older like, Ganyan lady, she was probably causing no trouble minding her own business, but someone mm-hmm. was just mad or angry and, mm-hmm. yo, let me just shoot them shoot just her. because I feel like it. But it's like, what the hell? Like, you guys, let me tell you something. All those people out there that think they're in a gang or want to pretend like they're fucking part of a crip or blood, listen, you guys are not fucking God. And the day that you take someone's life away, let me tell you, I'm a strong believer believer in karma. Mm -hmm. You are going to get what's coming to you. And when it does, no one is going to feel bad for you at all. Nobody. No one's going to give a fuck. Like, I get it traditionally in the bible it says you know an eye for an eye blah 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 but like come on now Mm -hmm. you're still not god you can't dictate whether someone should live or not if you have a problem with someone deal with it like why are you Mm -hmm. shooting people Mm -hmm. because shooting people is only going to cause more trouble not only for that person and their family and friends but for you because now you're going to be in trouble Mm -hmm. now you're going to face the consequences and you're going to live in hiding for the rest of your life is it worth it Mm, if God. I knew killing someone I would have to live in hiding I wouldn't bother mm-hmm. like I want to live my life freely like you only get one life so yeah. why why mm-hmm. like I just don't understand it's just too much like I just want to say rest in peace to yeah everybody to like if you've somebody has passed any anybody who has passed mm-hmm. but like especially a young black man like this has to stop because they're passing not because they're sick mm-hmm. or because God has taken them. They're passing because people are dictating whether they should die or not. Yeah. Like, people are taking the chances away from them. We don't need all that. That's a sickness. We don't need that. Okay? Like, I feel like with females, we can do all the rah-rah and this and that. But, like, we need our black men. We need our black fathers. Mm-hmm. We need our brothers. We need, like... We can't have that robbed. Like, I feel like for my cousin Yoshi, I'm like, his sister now has two beautiful kids. Mm-hmm. And it's like, he can't even, See he's that. robbed of that experience of bonding with them and like being in their life. Like, it just sucks. Like, and it's like, it, everybody's life would change. Like, when I went to Colin's house and like, you could still see the blood stain like on the fucking concrete. Like, Yo, he basically was on his at his fucking house and he got shot right in front of his house. He passed. Like, I could never imagine me leaving for work or coming home or and just you chilling. Just come out your door and, and I'm and just boom, just like that. I can't even imagine. And you know what? Like, it even goes to say, like, we can't just sit there and be like, oh, people need to stay out of gangs, mm-hmm. stop hanging with certain people. Because sometimes, like you said, that gang lady, it happened for. She was mm-hmm. minding her business, going to a funeral. Probably mm-hmm. went to church before that. Yeah. And just pop all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. Like, as much as, yeah, you can control who you're around and your environment and who you're hanging with, you have to be careful, yes. Mm-hmm. But sometimes you are doing all the right things that a person should be doing and you still get caught in the fire of it. Yeah. And you just, 
yeah, like you said, your life is robbed. It's not fair. And most of these cases, they can't even find the people. So it's like, even if you find the people, it will never bring back those people. Yeah, mm-hmm. it will never bring them back. You're right. And it's just like, you want to get as much done as possible. Mm-hmm. If you can find the people, and even if you find the people and you punish them, it's like you always want to know one question. And it's why. Mm -hmm. And that why will never be enough for why that person had to leave this earth. It will never be enough. Because I feel like if they ask why, it's a dumb why. Mm -hmm. Like, for say, like, if you had a child and someone shot them, Mm -hmm. it's like, and the person will tell you why, oh, he owed me money or he snitched. Mm -hmm. In your eyes, that's not a good enough why to kill somebody. Mm -hmm. But for them, it's like, yo, what in your head makes you think that because someone snitched on you, made it a good enough reason to take a life yeah like all i have to say is all these people out here that are trying to pretend to be god and dictating other people's lives you are the real people that need fucking help Mm -hmm. seriously you guys need fucking help and it's 2019 there's help for the fucking gay people Mm -hmm. there's help for the addicts Mm -hmm. there's help for the fucking damn dogs Mm -hmm. so you can get help too like it's all a mental thing like you are not right in your mind if you feel like it's okay to kill somebody mm-hmm. like you're going through some kind of shit that no one else is going through to mm-hmm. kill someone that means you don't have a self-conscious that means you don't have emotions sometimes like, i even feel like they're trained to mm-hmm. they're even trained to when you get into the wrong crowd there's initiation oh i want you to rob this store yeah but then it's like what makes you get into that like That's what is going on with your life that you feel so much you need to be a part That's of that? That's the thing. We need our black fathers and and parents, like just even mothers. Them. Like I feel like that's a big thing. Like everyone needs to sit down and take a step mm-hmm. to make sure their kids are okay. Mm-hmm. They grew up with the right people. Mm-hmm. They're getting their education. Mm-hmm. That both the parents, especially the father, mm-hmm. are around. Some, but that's and the thing. Sometimes. They're there, but they're not there. Like, mm-hmm. in terms of the mom could be working a double shift every day yeah. just to provide. And that's all she can do. Yeah. You know? It's hard. Like, it's really hard. And a lot of times, these people grow up not knowing mm-hmm. any better. Like, they think that is... It's the normal thing to do. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, I'm older now. I got to help provide for my mom. Let yeah. me get into drugs. Let me get into a gang. Mm-hmm. They are the people that have my back. Yeah. I'll do anything for them. So, it's like you grow into that lifestyle based on how you're raised and it sucks that it's gonna be a continuous thing forever and ever and ever no matter what Mm -hmm. it's so sad it's really gonna be hard to like stop the like repetitiveness of it from generation to Mm -hmm. generation Mm -hmm. it's almost impossible you know some people may blame it on the guns being available some people may blame it on the person some people may blame it on the parents or how like I, I don't know I just feel like everyone has to take a sense of blame mm-hmm. and like guns don't kill people people kill people mm-hmm. so it's like you could have a gun mm-hmm. but unless you pull the trigger no one's dying right right so it's like at what point do you stop blaming okay my mom's a crackhead my dad's a deadbeat dad mm-hmm. let me get into drugs no how about you take it as a positive mm-hmm. enforcement and say you know what since they fucked up let me do better and I feel like a lot of people need that encouragement, but they mm-hmm. just, they're not. That's like, it's thing. easier to make quick money and get into shit rather than doing it the hard way. Yeah. 
and it's so sad it's so sad and now everyone can think like that like okay let me do the like they just can't mm-hmm. and trust me with the way society is working like America especially it's like they're putting certain classes and groups of people down mm-hmm. and it's it's hard for them to kind of maneuver the way they want to it's sad mm-hmm. it's really sad but then again it's like for the society and economy to mm-hmm. run you gotta have the poor people you gotta have the upper class people you have mm-hmm. to have the people causing trouble so that the people in the upper class could have a job like police That's officers so it's sad like imagine if no one caused trouble look how many privileged rich people would lose their job mm-hmm. so it's like they have to maintain that but it's sad like we're all human beings mm-hmm. you know it's really really sad <sighs> yeah i don't know this week has just been not the best all prayers go out to Nipsey's family. Yeah, everyone. And anybody, anybody who has Can lost. Can we do a little one-two for him? Yeah, okay. We're going to pour a little wine for him. And anybody who has fallen mm-hmm. by the bullet, by sickness, by anything, mm-hmm. it wasn't your time. And we're going to honor you, definitely. Yes, for sure for sure someone will remember you if not the world there's always a couple people who you touch their Mm -hmm. lives and let me tell you and that's why i say everybody in this world has a purpose no matter what Mm -hmm. they're they've touched somebody or they've Mm -hmm. inspired someone without even knowing Mm -hmm. it so going back to everything saying you know well this person who cares let me just dead them off Mm -hmm. everyone has a purpose in life and i just want people to remember that Mm-hmm. And for all those people out there who feel like they need to kill someone or shoot someone yeah. or want to go about it in a violent way, just remember their life is just as precious as anybody else's. Mm-hmm. So be kind to one another. Honestly, Please. with everything going on in the world, that's all you can do is mm-hmm. just be kind. Mm-hmm. Be kind. Mm-hmm. We're all human. But this is, you guys, I know this is a very, like, a much more sad and deep, intense conversation an episode mm. but it's like it had to be put out there we had to talk about it mm. and we just want to like raise awareness on it like yeah. you know rest in peace seriously yeah. like it honestly like that type of death is not you just you it's always going to be why why mm-hmm. why was he there at that moment mm-hmm. why was he friends or in you know in ties with this person like you're always gonna and sometimes they might have just been walking around and it just happened Mm -hmm. a bullet has no name Mm -hmm. so please 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 if you guys know any information about anything anything uh about the deaths i mentioned or even like someone you know or if you know you are the perpetrator and like you need to turn yourself in just please any information you can let police Mm -hmm. know because families are grieving they will forever grieve but it needs to be solved like the ones that i mentioned like four out of five of them they haven't even been found and it's just like as much as you want that person to face the consequences it's like it will never equate to that person's life Mm -hmm. and what they are to you Mm -hmm. so (sighs) anywho well Mm -hmm. guys thanks for listening and you know i hope all those out there take everything into consideration of what we said Mm -hmm. just think about it before you rob someone's life it's not fair also i want to say the people in london ontario police issue a warning that they see five 
suspected overdose death in six six days <laughs> so you guys be careful out there we don't come on we need to preserve our kind like yeah we need to be you know we're people we're all trying to make it we don't know what we're living for but we're just trying to live to for live. the best yeah, yeah. so Mm -hmm. you know anyways i hope you guys enjoyed this episode thank you so much again for listening don't forget to follow us mm -hmm. you know like our post and don't forget to subscribe and listen every tuesday yes every tuesday i will try my best to post i try <laughs> i try all right yeah but thank you once again guys thanks Peace guys out. bye, bye.